Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Andre Arshavanich, Giroud, it's a second! It is an incredible start for Arsenal! You know, the thing is, those kind of injuries can be ending injuries, you know, like yeah, ending injuries because it's like about the, the cartilage in your knee, you know. So I was I was well aware of what I had, like uh, everyone was a bit worried as well, to be honest, because when we spoke uh, with the boss as well, he was a bit worried, you know, like, of, okay, you know, a lot of people have that. And uh, for example, you remember Lily King having those kind of issues. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of In Lockdown, in partnership with Camden Town Brewery. I'm Josh James. Remember you can subscribe to this podcast from all the usual places and please leave a rating and review if you can as well. Today we are joined by Johan Giroud. Defender Johan joined Arsenal as a 16-year-old back in 2003 and spent 10 years at the club making nearly 150 appearances. But first of all, Johan, it's great to speak to you again. Where are you speaking to us from today? Hi, Josh. Nice to speak to you too. Um, it's a pleasure to speak to you guys, and I'm in uh, Geneva, in my hometown. And how are you coping with this lockdown that the whole world is being put under at the moment? You know what? Uh, pretty smoothly. I think that um, you know. I think uh, it's a time to be with the family, even though, like you know, I cannot see my mom and stuff like this, my dad. But uh, to be the close one and to do different things, you know, there's so many things that we've been doing that we haven't done for so many years. Okay, good. You're making the most of it. Right. So over the next, um, I don't know, half hour or so, we want to take you back through the through your Arsenal career. Um, look back on your on the journey that you had, and it started in 2003, as I said, when you arrived at Arsenal as a as a young teenager. Um, tell us how that move came about. Can you remember the first contact you had with the club? Yeah, of course. I remember um, it was crazy. I was um, I was playing a game in, in Geneva, so in my old club, uh, Carouge, and we were playing on a, on a Wednesday night, I think. And uh, the coach before the game came and said, like in the dressing room, uh, we have scouts from Arsenal. So, But he didn't say for who they were coming. So everyone was like, wow, oh, that is amazing. Like, oh, who, who is going to be? But everyone knew deep down that it was for me. So... That's the first time I was aware that there, there was an interest. And then uh, it, it started from there. When, when, I, when I went to London then to, to meet the bus and to see the facility like a few months later. And uh, yeah, and then that, that's like the, the beginning of the story. So, you were, as I said, you're 16. It's a very big move to make as a, as a teenager. Did you have any doubts at all or were you just, no, I'm moving, I'm going to London? The thing is, to be honest, I was already so um, 
focused and so passionate about football that I didn't think that I couldn't I couldn't make it. It's a bit maybe cocky to say that, but the thing is like you know when you have a dream when the only thing I had in my head was football and I couldn't think of anything else, and I think that was a chance because as well the boss at the time was giving the chance to the youngster, so you know for me it was like I couldn't say no to that. And this was a, a great time to be at Arsenal because obviously it was the invincible season that that first year where you played mainly youth and reserve f- football. But did you get to go to Highbury to watch the, the games? Who would you go with? Would you, did you sit in the paddock area by the dugout? Yeah, exactly. I was in the paddock or sometimes as well behind in the north stand, I think, just up at the beginning. And uh, of course, I had the chance to, 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 to see all of that. And to to see the players, to I mean, I mean, it was just a, a a great time and a great learning curve for me because as a young player who's coming from Switzerland, where the football is developing, coming to a club like Arsenal with a manager uh, like Asin Wenger, and as well the, the 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 type of player that was in the team was just great for for a young Swiss guy who could speak French at first. So you had, for example, the Jeremy Aladier or the Colo Torres. That was very close to me, uh, TT as well. Like you know, he helped me a lot in my when I was there. So, but it was great to see that those guys were very supportive. So, what about the the pressure you must have felt as a young player? You said at the time that Arsene Wenger was given a lot of games and minutes to young players, as yourself and Philippe, and obviously Cesc Fabregas was just coming through as well then. But did you did you feel we have to be world class to get in this team because there wasn't any weakness in that Arsenal team, was there? No, the thing is that's what I'm saying. And every time, sometimes you know, people ask me, and they were like, "But how did you deal with it?" Because in training, you train with Bergkamp and Thierry, and I was like, sometimes you get you 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 see yourself watching them. That's like how good they were. I remember, I remember, I swear, I remember one day Dennis Bergkamp going like two meter high and controlling the ball down like, like he was nothing. And I was like, I was like, wow, that's it. So you you get caught watching, but then at the same time, you're thinking, okay, so I need to get myself together because if I want to be part of this or having the slime chance to make it, I have to make it hard for them, you know? And uh, so that's what always, like, Cherry told me, he said, like, what I like about you when I was younger, he said to me, you're not scared. You come in and if you have to tackle someone or push someone, you will do it because that's the game, you know. So um, it was really about about trying to get those nerves uh, as calm as possible and just enjoying yourself, you know. And the, the thing I will always remember, and this is that will stay with me forever, I think, is like the first time when I when I have to play my first game, it's the FA Cup game, and I will come. Um, I'm sure you will come back to that, but. Um, the boss came to me and said to me, Joe, uh, I mean, that was my first start because I played against Man City before that. But he said to me, um, play play like you're playing in the park with your friends, you know? So, of course, when he comes to you and says that, you think it, but wait, we're playing in front of <laughs> uh, 30,000 people. It's not the same. But the the, the way he came and said it, felt I felt very comfortable afterwards. It was just like, you know, that that thing to calm the nerves and thinking, okay, block the outside and you in the park with your friends. And that was that was a great that was a great that was a great words that he gave me. So did you have your 
family and friends in the in the stadium that day can you what can you remember about that day uh, no they weren't there because everyone was uh, still working or in geneva doing their doing their things but um and i wasn't expecting to start i think as well you know it's not like of, of those things where you when you know it's more like you know at the latest or until like at the end of the week so but um i remember yes of course i remember because um that, those words and then uh, standing on the pitch uh, at Highbury for an FA Cup game. And uh, it was just, I mean, it was just a great experience. To be on the pitch for an official game with those kind of players was just uh, like the beginning of, uh, of the dream. And what was your relationship like with Arsene throughout your time? So as, as you became more established in the team, as you got older, more experienced, did he talk to you more how what about on the coaching on the training pitches how did he coach you individually yeah uh, I mean I, I loved him because um first of all to have the chance to to, to of course uh, spend that time with him and as well for him to build to build me or to build all the players as he did but first of all to give us the chance or to give me the chance to express myself you know and I think that we what we are like with the boss is the way he was handling every case maybe like you would say it's similar, but it was so different. For example, um, he was always with me uh, being positive and letting me know that, um, for example, that sometimes uh, he would say, okay, the situation might not be fair because you, you, you're in a great shape and you're playing well, your time will come. You know, but you have to be patient because you're a bit younger, for example. And... Uh, I remember that time where, for example, he took me before meeting with the team and he said to me, uh, I know you're ready, I see it. It's like I cannot hide it anymore. Uh, you will play, not tomorrow, but you will play. You know, he said that to me. So all the time he was very positive and very encouraging about the stuff that um, that was that I was doing. For example, I remember one season, we started the season and I think Colo was a bit uh, down and we played against West Brown at home. And uh, we won 1-0, I think, or 2-0. And then uh, I played a great game and uh, like the thing, the press was blowing it up a little bit and everything. And then the next day, the next game at Fulham, Colo is back, you know? So he's, t- he's telling me straight away, like, okay, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's not fair. But the, like, you know, the, sometimes football is like that and you have to accept it. You're a young player. You have a player like Colo Toure, was a great player and a big brother to me with William Gallas, you know, two guys. And we all know that at the end of the day, when you're learning and especially, of course, you, you're impatient because you want to play. But there is one thing as well. When the coach has an idea of his defense, he, he has to go with it. You know, you don't, want, you don't like to change it. You would like to have your defense uh, the most of the time together. So he told me that. And uh, very honestly, but he told me again, uh, you know, you deserve to play, but it's like that. So it was a very honest relationship, you know. So you said you mentioned Colo there and William Gallas um, and Philippe Senderos, of course, and Sol Campbell was still playing at that time as well. There was a lot of good defenders at the time, but who did you especially like to play alongside? Who who was your ideal partner in that defence? I think, you know what, I think with everyone it was very different because uh, I think you, you, you attach every every emotion that goes with it. You know, I think that Philip was always special because two guys from Geneva. So we knew that, uh, I, he knew that I had his back and he had mine. Uh, with Colo being from the same country uh, originally, uh, was always a pleasure. And I looked up to him. I looked up at, 
how he developed. Because when I came first at Arsenal, what was crazy that Colo was playing every position. At first, he was playing right wing, striker, and he was scoring goals. He was going across people for fun, you know. And I was like, wow, that player is very good. And when he told me, one day we were in the car and he told me, uh, you know, my, 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 my favorite position is a central defender. I was like, okay, yeah, right. You know, like, what? Like, you, you're doing all that on the pitch and you're telling me you're a central defender? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then that's when he started to be like, I saw him against Inter one day, I think. And I was like, what? And he played against Martin, where the Martin was like uh, the most uh, efficient and the uh, quick. Uh, he was scoring goals for fun, and Colo had a great game. I think we lost that game, but uh, Colo was amazing. You know, it was like it was amazing, and uh, William as well. Uh, I really liked him. He was very calm, and Soul as well. Soul was uh, was something that uh, uh, I really liked. He was very talkative. Uh, very very nice guy as well outside of football mm. and um let's talk about philippe then because you've mentioned him a few times two boys from geneva uh similar age both playing in the um in the switzerland national team both went to the world cup didn't you in 2006 uh how much time did you spend with each other were you um do you see each other a lot off the pitch as well at first we were always together of course because uh two guys from switzerland uh, we I, I had no I didn't know where I was really in London I don't I don't think he knew either so we were together uh, at Norin's then obviously uh, going to training sometimes he was already with the pros so I was more with the youth team but every time we had a chance we were we were together uh, uh, out uh, on and off of the pitch you know but um, no it was to be honest it was a a very nice time because. Uh, we we were so proud of what we were doing and that was just the beginning so you're living a dream but you have to be well awake because it can go so quickly so now with philip we were really like trying to push each other to 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 to, to do the best every day in training and to progress i saw him one maybe a month ago and let's talk about then you you really start to establish yourself in a team you came back from the world cup um you're getting more and more game time uh, with Arsenal playing in defence, sometimes at right back, mostly in, in centre defence. But then it, the, the tough time for you must have been that 2009-10 season because you missed virtually the whole season with a knee injury. What what was that like for you mentally at that time? That was a learning curve, I think. That was that was something that, um, you know, I had, um, because I had a few, I had a meniscus injury, I think a few years before that. And um, but I came back pretty quickly. But I think that in two days, well, like with two days, the knowledge that I have, maybe I came back too quickly, and I didn't have the the right strength on my knee uh, to be able to perform at the right level. Even though, as I said, I went to the to the to the World Cup, and I was so like uh, blown. I, I was blown away by those kind of experience. Then coming back, and even like before that. That was the season where I should have started, you know, because that was the season where uh, the boss trusted me and he said, before the season, that's, that's, that's your season. But unfortunately, my knee injury happened. And that was like, you know, something again where you could take the time to, to watch games, to take care of your body and uh, to go again. So it was tough because, as, as I said, I was so ready and so 
impatient about about starting the season because I think that I did everything. I did the preseason, and then I felt something on my knee, and um, I had to get an operation. So I was a bit. I was sad. Obviously, I was sad, and I was a bit de- devastated at the beginning. But um, what I would say helped is that my daughter, my first daughter, was born like a couple of months uh, after the surgery. So I had that to to help me uh, build up again and come back. But did you know that it was going to be that long out of the game? What did the, the doctors and physios say to you at the start of the season? You know, the thing is, those kind of injuries can be ending injuries, you know, like ending injuries because it's like about the, the cartilage in your knee, you know. So um, I was I was well aware of what I had. Like um, uh, everyone was a bit worried as well, to be honest, because when we spoke uh, with the boss as well, he was a bit worried, you know, like, of, okay, uh, you know, a lot of people have that. And, uh, for example, you remember Lily King having those kind of issues and uh, was always uh, sometimes not training, sometimes playing and all those kind of things. But I think he had both knees. Mine was uh, was very straightforward, but still, you still wor- you still worried and you still wonder, would he be able to come back? And um, so... Was I worried? I don't think I was. I think I was just uh, uh, really, like, uh, let's say, uh, sad about the situation and just wanted to come back as, not as quick as possible, but as stronger as possible this time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, and that next season was a superb season for you, um, 2010-11 season. I think you went 31 league games unbeaten um, over a couple of years. Uh, would, you, would you say that was your, your your best season individually for you? I think that was the one where I was the more, yeah, I was the more most comfortable. I think that was the one when, um, you know, I came back from that season and um, I think that that's when they bought uh, Skilachi. And at first I was a bit frustrated because... I was thinking um, that should be my time, you know. I was like, okay, I missed last season. Now I'm ready to go. It should be my time. So they both Kelachi, and I totally understand it because obviously the boss was had a plan in his, his head and it was to build me up again. And he told me as well, he told me, you know what, I'm going to build you up and when you're ready, you will play. So I would play a few games there and a few games there. And it took time as well to come back when you haven't played for, for, for 12 months. But as soon as I played, it was like, um, yeah, I, I felt like a new player. And I would say that, yeah, the, the, the partnership between me and Lauren, for example, and even with, uh, with uh, Skilachi was, uh, was just great. And I'm sure the only regret I have is that we didn't manage to, to win something this season because we were, we were just, uh, we were just, I think that that was like, being so close uh, with Barcelona, then to lose the Birmingham, uh, the Carling Cup final, and then even in the league we were like we were like plotting with the first place for long, and then we we collapsed near the end. Was just um, was just hard to take, but uh, on the whole and personally, I think yeah, that was a 
that was one of the most established seasons, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're right. It looked like that season, Arsenal could have won one, two or three trophies at one point. When they go into the League Cup final against Birmingham, everything is really set up nicely. Do you think that that defeat, because it was such a, a shocking way for it to happen um, late on in a game we expected to win, do you think that really hurt the team for the rest of the season? I would say that... I, I... Today, we've, today I will hope to say I, I, I want to say no because uh, we were all uh, strong enough and mentally strong enough to to cope with that. But um, I think that in football, sometimes, as you said, you expecting to win, and maybe it was a shock to all of us because we knew that maybe we could we, we would have gone to the to the let's say to the extra time, and you know at the at the end to to just like. Um, Consider goal like that kills you. So, yeah, I think that mentally, um, I mean, it was hard to have all those uh, events uh, piling up uh, for us to to go and try and, and try and win. But it's it's sad because we were we were well set up to do it. Yeah, there were some crazy games in in a sort of two month spell. I, I guess it started actually a couple of months earlier in that Newcastle four all game, which yeah, was uh, we we still talk about it today. That was your hundredth appearance for Arsenal. Yes. You scored your first goal, your only goal for Arsenal after I think five or six minutes. Exactly. We went two nil up. We we're four nil up after twenty six minutes. Um and then you went off early in the second half. Yeah. And it all collapsed. It went it finished obviously four all. But when you went off, Arsenal were four nil up and you must have thought, well, at least we've got the points today. Um tell us about that game from your perspective. Yeah, that was crazy. That was like that, as you said, it was my hundredth game. And before the game, like the boss <laughs> said in the meeting, he said, Um, Joe, I'm I'm expecting a goal from you. It's time, you know? So it was like everything was set up for me score and to have a great game. So we start the game and we start flying. Theo scored after two minutes, I think. And then I get this great ball from Arshavin and uh, put the header in. And everything is smooth. And then I get to kick on my knee. I don't know how. I think I had, I got the head of, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the striker, uh, Best, Lion Best, I think, on my knee. Best on my knee. And then I'm like, okay, I have pain, but I, I can still do it. And the boss says to me, okay, Joe, we are falling up. If you have pain, we don't don't want to take risks, you know. So I keep playing until the second half, and then okay, I'm feeling okay. I think it's better if you know because it was painful and I couldn't I couldn't really take it anymore, and I was uh, limping. So they took me off, and I'm thinking at this point, of course, but you know, we 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 well set up to to win and to to go on uh, in our progression, but then the sent off happens. Even though, I mean, I think that's okay. Today you can still deal with uh, with to being uh, ten against eleven with uh, a four goal cushion, but that shows you how how food how crazy football is, because that creates a doubt, you know. And for example, and I and I'm even I can't even I can't even remember that they were still like they were four one later on or four two, still very late on in the game, and they scored like like that, and that's why. That's why, but that that game was just crazy because I remember being in a dressing room, and uh, then go to another room to watch the game, and be like, "What?" I was just shocked at the end. So, did you feel when it did go to four two, four three? Did you think this is just 
the way football goes, we're not going to get a win here. It, sometimes you feel that sort of momentum is switched and there's not much you can do on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know what, I didn't think so because I thought that four was too much. And although, like I'm saying four, but I thought that we could have been six or seven at half time. You know? And so I was thinking, okay, we're going to get one. You know, we, we're going to get one. And especially when you think about it, okay, they did a 4-4, but the goal that Teote scored on that day, I think he, he can do it 100 times after he would never score it. Not saying that he's, he's a really good player. He was a really good player as well. But it shows you that, you know, when you have the momentum switching, everything goes your way. And that day was exactly that. And as well, like the decision of the penalty on Kosheni, uh, I'm not sure about. So there were so many factors again. I'm not trying to find excuses, but all the all the things about this game were so strange at the end. But it was only about a week later that we played Barcelona at home in a huge game in the Champions League. You're in the starting lineup alongside Laurent, um, up against Lionel Messi, David Villa, Xavi, all of all of the big names were there. Pedro um, and Arsenal, of course, get a two-one win. Where where does that rank in your your list of of highlights in your career? Wow, that was that was a great moment. I think that, and especially because I remember, I think it was two years before when I was injured, or the year before when Barcelona came in, and they they tore us apart like, uh, like really, like it was like they were going through. It was like, you know, you you caught up watching Barcelona beating your team, and you're thinking, wow, I mean, how they do it, you know? So. Now you're in the pitch and you're thinking, okay, it's the same team, <laughs> and you have to you have to face them. But it's true that I have to say we were in a in a in a great momentum, and I think that we made it hard for them. They had a few chances, obviously. I mean, uh, with the players they had, but that that moment and that victory was 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 a great great experience and a great um, uh, thing to be part of, because. That's like a dream, you know, when you're a kid, you want to play those kind of games. Um, I would say that I was even more proud with the, even though we lost, I think that the performance that I did over there was as well quite, I, I, I did like it. I, I thought that uh, 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 we had a few good interventions to, to prevent them from scoring. But it's just unfortunate how football, how football turns out sometimes because, as I said, with that, with that um, sending off... Uh, yeah, we were a bit, uh, we were a bit more fragile. But you must have been really high on confidence at that point because there's no doubt Barcelona were the best team in the world at, at that stage. And as you said, you'd had two performances against them, and against Messi, which uh, were great performances from a defender. How how confident were you feeling at this stage of your career? I felt like I, I felt great. I mean, that was like the time where really everything was going was going was going so easy because even though I missed and especially I missed the game. Uh, no, I missed um, the second half against uh, Newcastle. Then we played Wolves at home. I think the next weekend, and I was back in the team, and um, everything was going so smoothly. Everything was, uh, you know, and I remember Robin coming to me after the game. And Robin, like you know, I had so much, I had so much respect for Robin because I thought that this guy was just so good on the ball and just what he did was just amazing. And he came to me and said, he said, he said to me, bro, I'm enjoying watching you play. I was like, oh, thank you, man. He was like, yeah, everything is so easy for you at the moment. You know, it's like when you have like that kind of confidence on the run, like. You do things that, of course, you know you can do, but it always takes time to get there. 
And like everything was going so smoothly. I was like so confident. I was good on the ball. I was like, uh, I was defending like, uh, you know, everything was, was, was really, really like well done. So when he said that after the game, I was, I felt very proud and it gives you a bit more confidence because one of the top guys comes to you and shows you his respect. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was feeling great. Yeah. And then the next season, um, Per Mertesacker came in. You've got another defender that you need to um, compete for your for your place. But you you played a lot of games again in in the next eleven twelve season. What are your memories um, highlights from that season? And then yeah, the next season after was a bit different. Per comes in. I played a few games at right back. I was fighting, of course, to play. Uh, I played some great games as well. But yeah, it was it was it was it was different. Even though. Um, I think that the the disappointment of the of the season before affected a bit everyone. Yeah, we we spoke to Laurent actually earlier um, in this series, and he said that team that won the the Invincibles team that that won everything um, after winning the FA Cup in two thousand five didn't manage to win another trophy, and it's because it was the disappointment of losing the Champions League final that they, they could never really recover from it. It seems strange, but that mentality in football is so important, isn't it? And if you don't have that uh not motivation but if you don't have that um encouragement in your own mind to go on and win it, how difficult does it become to to try and turn that round that that's a very good example it's true because you know i was part of that team that went to paris and uh, and, uh, and 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 losing the final and when you were so close to win as well you know so the thing is that the the that's what i think that sometimes people forget is that Obviously, we play in front of of million people, and obviously uh, we get good salary for that. But it's true that emotionally, sometimes is is hard because you're so close to a price that you work that you work your whole life for. Actually, you try and build a team to be competitive and win, and when you're so close but you don't actually get there, sometimes it takes yeah it takes a hit, you know, and the, you have to you have to rebuild and and and, and start again. And trying to forget uh, that that difficult or make that pain go away, but it might take a bit. And as you, as he right, you said after after that final, um, it took time to win. It took time for everyone to win, and for us it was the same. I, I think that after all those disappointments, it was hard to 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 to, to gain that, that that confidence and that mentality again. Even though, but we always qualified for the Champions League, so that was already positive but it's true that to make that 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 little extra that i won't say that we didn't want to do it we wanted to do it we wanted to win everything but it's just that sometimes that's how it goes so let's move on to the next season because that was your last season at arsenal you played that seven five crazy game at reading in the in the league cup which turned out to be your last game did you have any idea at that time that that would be your last game for arsenal Maybe at that time, but I was feeling a bit, you know, I had a few discussions with the boss and I was feeling a bit, not under the weather, but I was feeling that it was maybe time for me to move on. Even though he clearly said to me, uh, Joe, I still think that you have a chance to play. You should stay. But I was 26. Um, I wanted to I wanted to just have another experience and I, surely I wanted to play. I wanted to keep on trying to be back at the level that I was the season before, you know. So um, that's why uh, I I knew in a way that in January something was going to happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any regrets about leaving at that time? Was it how difficult was the decision to 
to get. I know it's, you went out on loan at first, didn't yeah, you? Exactly. I went out on loan, and it's always difficult when you leave your home you know, because uh, Arsenal for me is my home, and London as well. So it was a bit, and you know, I had all my um, all my uh, things that I do all the time, and all my habits. I knew everyone, so I didn't know to, to. I didn't need to meet anyone, but I needed to challenge myself, you know, because I was a bit in a, let's say, in a negative, um, um, not environment, but I was a bit in a negative because as well, I was playing right back, and it wasn't uh, first of all my position, but sometimes people tend to remember that, and um, I was not uh, a, a right back. I did it first when I was younger. At Arsenal a few games, but I wasn't right back. So everything was turned out to be to be a bit negative, you know. So sometimes we just need to 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 not to leave, but just to try and find uh, a new purpose, you know. Uh, because I love football and I wanted to, to to play. We had the World Cup coming up as well, and uh, that was something that I didn't want to miss. So. There is some decision that you have to make, and uh, so with the boss uh, we discussed, and he, he gave me the chance to go and play in Germany. So even though it was a, a loan deal at first, did you you thought then it could be the the end of your career at Arsenal? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think you know after ten years, it's like there is always. Um, I would say you know what the, as, that's why I said that people don't understand is that Arsenal will always be my club because uh, I started from there. You know, I started from football, yes, of course, in Switzerland, but that's where the people gave me a chance and that's where people started to love me and recognize me for who I was. And um, so, obviously, when you realize that there's maybe a time to to leave that, but to leave that family, it's not about leaving, for example, the club itself. It's more about leaving all those guys, you know, the boss, my friends, uh, uh, the people that I knew around London, you know, all those kind of things, my, 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 the habits that I had, uh, that was difficult part, you know, to leave that family. So what's the situation now with you? You're, you're looking for another club? Or... You know what? Yes. I mean, at the moment, I mean, I have already some, 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 some good contacts, meaning I, I maybe want to do a less experience with the, with, with the family, you know, I'm 33, uh, I'm fit. I'm, I'm training like crazy, like never before. So I think that today there is no really an age. I think that as long as you fit, you could you can play, and I love playing, you know. And I've missed a few years with injuries, so I'm trying to really, uh, yeah, not catch up, but really make the most of it uh, until until the end. So yeah, I want to play. I don't know where uh, just yet because I haven't took a decision, but uh, definitely I do want to play. So what about after after your playing days? Have you thought about a career in? Um... Coaching or the media? I know you you always did a lot of media for Arsenal. We we always appreciated you doing your um your bits for Arsenal media. Yes. No. You know what? I I I am such a guy that I love to ex um experiment a lot a lot of things. You know. So I would say that I think I would do something in football. I would love, but um today in today's world, I think that I'm more with the like I don't know. I like why it's social. You know. I like to. To share um, my story, I like to 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 encourage people to have to to have confidence in themselves. I like to to give that um, that serenity to people because I think that in today's world everything is very difficult. But I think that when you go through life and you have um, a different experience and experiments, 
I think it's good to share them. And I think that people sometimes need a little boost or a little help uh, in the mental health um, category that you could do. So I'm trying to think because there are so many things I want to do. <laughs> but I, have, I just have to choose something that could go with, with my personality. But you've got plenty of time. As you said, you're only 33, so exactly. plenty of time to, to think about that. We're going to call it a day, though, Johan. Thanks a lot for your time. That's been, that's been fantastic. We've been speaking for ages. We could speak forever about your, <laughs> your days at Arsenal, but really appreciate that. And hopefully, you know, you do need to come back and see us at Emirates Stadium yeah, soon. Yeah, we'll come back. Cool. We we'll look forward to that. So that's it for this edition of In Lockdown. We'll be back soon with another episode. And in the meantime, you can subscribe via iTunes or your usual podcast site. And we'd love to read your reviews as well. So um, until next time. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.